There we go. What's up, crew? Welcome to another Clover Tack podcast. The first one post Shot Show 2022. So this should be uh, a lot of fun. A lot of podcasts scheduled. Want to mention that right off the bat? I think there's four or five. You can find those on the YouTube channel homepage, Clover Tech channel homepage. And uh, a lot of people complain about notifications. Notification system's been in the toilet, in the dumper here on YouTube for quite some time. The way it works, they're probably never going to fix it. And to make sure that you get reminded, you can click the little reminder on those uh, live streams. So if it's something you're interested in, make sure you do that. Matter of record, I always like to go through the date. Like I said, we are post Shot Show 2022, actually January 28th, 2022. So first month of the uh, year, almost gone at this point. I've got Perry with Right to Bear uh, Insurance Company uh, on deck and a lot of questions out there already. Remember that you can throw those questions out there into the live chat. Once we kind of talk with Perry and get a feel for the company and stuff like that, we'll start fielding those questions and uh, having a, hopefully a good conversation. I uh, always like to give a big thanks and shout out as well to the Patreon patrons, the YouTube channel members. You can tell those folks out in the chat because they've got a blue name with a wrench or they've got a, I believe it's a green name with all kinds of little lucky charm uh, signs and emblems. And also the uh, YouTube channel members are able to use all kinds of cool, sweet, sweet custom emojis out there as well. So if you are a channel member, uh, take advantage of that. Use that. Uh, thanks to those that super chat. Thanks to those that uh, purchase swag over at clovertack.com. And uh, yeah, with that, let's bring in Perry. Don't like to waste too much time here. How are you, Perry? Man, I'm good. Appreciate you having me on. This is uh, exciting. I love watching these questions roll through. Unfortunately, this isn't my first giddy up through the gauntlet. So um, I've been able to answer pretty much I, I I will go ahead and tell you there there I would be shocked if there hasn't been a there will be a question asked today that there hasn't already been asked. So I feel like I'm well prepared, well versed, and uh, ready to educate everybody on right to bear and who we are, why we were started, where we're going, um, and uh, and and hope that everybody sees the value in what we bring and you know becomes a right to bear member as soon as we uh, hang up this call. And, uh, yeah, that's one of the things. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that, that aren't familiar with Right to Bear. You guys are, are definitely the new kid on the block, so to speak. Um, and I ran into you by happenstance. I was actually headed over to PSA, uh, to just Palmetto State Armory, for those not in the know. I uh, was headed over there and had to walk, of course, right by your booth to get there. And it was, uh, it was interesting. At first, I wasn't sure if it was a... Uh, to a activism type organization or whatever, just by seeing the right to bear. So if you would, I, I know there's some connections to Palme Palmetto State Armory and some other things. If you would kind of give us a quick overview of uh, how right to bear came about and what you guys do. Yeah. So to make a long story short, I was the insurance agent for Palmetto State Armory, the outside vendor. Um, and after a conversation one day with now my partner here and my old um, co-worker at the agency I was working at, we just sat down and thought like, wonder why PSA is not offering their own self-defense insurance. And um, we were just doing a review and uh, you know, we, we brought it to their attention and literally the next day we weren't even trying to pitch it like, Hey, we'll start this company for you. We just were like, Hey, you know, as a risk manager, we were, seeing it as an opportunity for them. And um, next thing you know, they brought us in and we're, hey, let's let's go ahead and start it. And uh, we spent about three months putting the company together, trying to identify who we wanted to be and how we wanted to format the company. You know, there's a lot of different, believe it or not, there's a lot of different types of self-defense insurance, whether it's an insurance program, whether it's a um, a group of attorneys that you can hire, like a legal service contract that some of these other people, um, some of these other competitors out there do. Um, but you know, we, uh, you know, we started, um, uh, back in, um, the day before Thanksgiving. And when we did that, we didn't really know what to expect. And so what we did is we rolled out a true insurance plan backed by an A rated carrier and prime insurance. 
Um, policy is underwritten. We have four underwriting questions right before you bind coverage. It takes about 90 seconds to go through it. Um, but we're very similar to what USCCA offers as far as the insurance product goes. It's criminal and civil defense with civil damages. Um, one thing that we noticed that we didn't want to run into when we got started was we didn't want to offer just a legal service and no damages coverage because we wouldn't want you as the insured to sign up for a policy, having an, uh, an event or an incident, you know, covering legal fees, everything's good. And then bang, you lose in civil court and you get slapped with um, a couple hundred thousand dollar bill for civil judgments or civil damages. And now you're, you know, you're kind of SOL. Um, we didn't want to do that. Our, our policy is going to cover you whatever tier that you select up to that limit of coverage for civil, criminal and damages coverage. You can add a spouse for a minimal premium, psychological support, expert witness, um, coverage is included in our premium. Um, so is multi-state. So our policy covers and crosses state lines as well as part of our program. So um, we feel really good about who we are and where we're headed. Uh, we could potentially be having some really, really big news on Tuesday um, in some major coverage revisions to enhance our coverages even more while leaving the premium the exact same amount, which we can actually then say, Nobody else in the industry has better insurance when it comes to self-defense liability than right to bear. Um, we should be uh, finalizing that. And as soon as it's final, um, we'll be sure to get that word out so everybody can see the, the new revisions that we've made. Um, and then obviously with our partnership with Palmetto State Armory, um, you, know, we, uh, you know, we do neat little give backs, right, to our customers. So if you've been to our site, or haven't been, or you're sitting there by your computer, I highly recommend that you check us out. Our website is protectwithbear.com or righttobearinsurance.com. Homepage, you get discounts at PSA. So if you select a bronze plane, you get $20 off PSA.com. Great way to kind of tie both companies in together. Uh, we believe that you need this type of insurance, whether that you may never use it. Um, just like there's people that have buy car insurance every year, never been in an accident. It's not, you don't sell insurance by statistics. You sell it for the what if, um, and that's why you buy it. And um, that's what we're here to do. And we have a great company that's here to back um, all of our insureds. Heaven forbid they are ever in an incident. Um, we have a couple of, of very, very prominent attorneys in this space that are on our team and in our network that we can provide, but we don't require you to use them, right? We give you the choice of an attorney which is a huge advantage over some of the other competitors as well. So um, that's a brief little intro on Right to Bear and, uh, you know, love to field any questions or kind of have a conversation about it. Well, I think you've covered quite a few. I mean, I'm, I'm tagging them out here in the chat as they're coming up. Nice. Uh, so if you're asking questions out there, be patient. I uh, want to take a second and say thanks to anybody that's watching or listening in replay. Uh, and just like the folks that are asking questions out there, if you do join us live, you're able to do that. Uh, so consider uh, joining live and, and doing that sometime. We had a comment here and it kind of played into what you were talking about there. Um, by the way, link to Right to Bear also down in the description of this, wherever you're watching or listening. So you can get to it that way as well. Um, David out there uh, says, uh, so I have a concealed carry insurance and the reality is that you're likely to never draw your weapon. However, if you have to, uh, it will be financially life changing. And uh, I agree that that it could be. Um, Thanks for that, uh, David. David said he does have insurance. Speaking of that, we've got a poll out there on the YouTube side. Another perk of joining us live is being able to participate in the poll. Very simple question for this podcast. Do you currently have concealed carry insurance? Currently, we got 67% say yes and uh, just went to 69% with 31% no. And we'll check in on that poll uh, a little later on. Uh, so, yeah, Perry, that plays into what, what David said. That plays into the... You know, what you said earlier, uh, but, you know, one thing as you was talking, he was talking kind of about, uh, and I don't want to, I don't want to get into necessarily naming other carry yeah. insurance places or yeah. things like that, but at, in a broad sense, without naming names and without giving away the farm, maybe on the new stuff you, you said was coming, um, are there things that Right to Bear does that's better in your opinion than some of the other 
uh, insurance companies that are out there? Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing is that we are going to cover civil damages if you were to lose in civil court. Um, we're not a, a, a legal reimbursement. We're not a group of attorneys where we just appoint you one of our attorneys if you're in an incident, um, represent you, and then whatever happens, happens. Um, that's not that's not really the the backing and the, the who we are as a policy and, and as a company. So that that in itself is a huge advantage. The other big advantage is we don't require you to use our attorneys, right? We have them for you if you need them. If you don't and you have somebody that you would prefer to use in an incident like this, use them. Our insurance company is going to work directly with the attorney and it's a pay up front. It's not reimbursement. Um, we're going to, we're going to handle that soup to nuts. Um, as long as you're doing everything in a legal manner, right? You can't be a criminal. You can't run around with a holster and just start, Oh my God, they spooked me and turn and blow them away. Right. right. The other thing, you know, that we get a lot of questions of is do you repay or do you require people to reimburse you if found guilty in criminal court? Well, yeah, you're going to jail. Um, you can't ensure criminal acts. And if anybody tells you that, um, they're going to cover any criminal acts or provide a service and not ask for a refund that that's just not, that's not going to happen. Um, they may not say it, right. They may not say like, Oh, we're, you know, we don't have this clause in our policy, but listen, these attorneys are going to review your case prior to any incident or, pr or, or prior to actually accepting and taking it. And they're going to say, Hmm, do we actually have a chance to win here? And then they're going to decide versus having an insurance policy that, hey, I know that I have coverage. I know that I have a legal binding contract between me and an insurance company to cover me if I'm in an incident. And, and we have a, a very, very um, strong tagline that we believe when you're right, you fight. And the reason that people will roll over and settle is because they know they're wrong. And if you're wrong, then listen, you're wrong. You're, you're, you didn't do what you were supposed to do um, as, as, a, as a responsible gun owner. But if you do, we're going to stand behind you and we're going to fight every, every step of the way with you. And that, that was why we chose Prime Insurance to represent our company. And, you know, that goes into when you talk about, um, you know, we talk a lot about it being a, a, a fair shoot or whatever the case may be. Um, and a lot of us, we do practice, we do train, we do war game scenarios in our head. We, we try to mentally and physically prepare for, as, uh, as David, I think it was pointed out out there. I mean, something that, that likely will never happen. Um, and we try to prepare as the best we can to that. So, you know, I guess my question is with right to bear, uh, and over there on the website, which is linked below, by the way, um, are there any resources? Do you guys talk about training and practice and situational awareness and any of those types of things in order to help people become uh, a, a, a more responsible carrier, more responsible firearm owner, more likely to, if they're involved in an incident, do the right things? Yep, you're exactly right. And so what we're doing right now is um, we're beginning our CWP instructor program with Right to Bear, where we're going to have instructors all across the country that are Right to Bear certified that can teach and do courses for our members. Um, the other thing that we're doing, um, once you purchase a policy in the member portal, we're going to start by doing this once a month. We're going to have a CWP instructor from anywhere around the country. They're going to do a bare fact about safety um, and education, and then they're going to talk about it. And it's going to be uploaded into your portal as continuing education. So you can continue to learn the safety and the laws of your state um, and how that, um, you know, how that comes to play for you and your family. So we want to uh, we want to continue to pro provide education, continue to provide the self-defense tactics through our partnership with PSA, while also giving them a great insurance product if they're ever in an incident. Right. Whether you're carrying or not or whether you are in a justified shoot. Um, you need this insurance because you're going to get sued if this happens, even if you never fire the gun, right? And you just point it, right? You're, you're still going to get drug into some type of lawsuit where only the attorneys really truly win in that incident. Um, and so we want to we, we stand behind you 
and uh, and promote, you know, obviously safety, but we also want to 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 promote that. Hey, you've got somebody in your corner, right? That this is why this insurance is so is actually it is in support of the Second Amendment because it gives power back to the gun owner in the sense of like, oh my gosh, I'm at home, I see this person outside my house trying to come in or I hear a noise, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to be so timid to use it, right? Because I have been trained, I have been educated and I am insured if, you know, Lord, you know, ever, you, you know, you ever have to actually pull the trigger. So we, right. um, we're, we're doing all those things to make sure that our insureds and our members know exactly what they're getting when, when they sign up with us and they want to be, and we want them to be informed as, they continue to grow with us as a company. Right. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's burn through some questions, Ferry. They've got quite a few Calaveras out there. I uh, threw down a bunch to start off. And you've covered a lot of these, but uh, it doesn't hurt to, uh, to obviously to go yeah, over them again. So uh, the first one here he threw out is, uh, are there any states that right to bear does not cover? Yeah. So New York, New Jersey, and Washington, just like the other competitors. Um, those attorney generals and uh, commissioners of insurance have kind of put up a steel wall around those states that they don't want to protect their citizens if they're in an incident. Um, strongly oppose it. Uh, we are uh, broaching the subject of potentially going into those states and asking for um, their approval of our policy. Our policy is actually um, registered. It's fully licensed. Um, it's a true, real um, insurance product where the reason that those states pushed the other, you know, pushed this product out from being sold is because back then there were companies that were covering criminal defense charges. And so then the liberal media got a hold of it and said it was murder insurance. You could kill somebody and they'll pay for your court fees, right? right. Well, we're going to cover your court fees criminally until you're found guilty. If you're guilty, you're guilty, right? If you've gone through the judicial system in our country, which we still have to believe is the best in the world, and you're still found guilty, like, unfortunately, you're a criminal, right? It's it's our way right. of protecting this type of insurance because there are a lot of responsible gun owners that do things the right way that aren't criminals right because how do you how do you distinguish whether you have somebody who you know didn't mean to do a criminal act or somebody who just point blank was robbing a, a gun store or, or was robbing a, a a bank with a gun and they they came in and held it up and blah 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 and then the the cashier pulled out a gun and then they claimed self-defense like it, it becomes a tricky really tricky situation so that's something that these insurance companies um, have avoided to allow this product to be sold because these guys do believe this is a great product to support responsible people that understand um, firearms and that really only are going to use the gun in, in, in a harmful manner in truly a self-defense situation. Mm -hmm. All right. Now with going into each state, so you, you talked about those three, what was it? New York, New Jersey, Washington. Washington. So do, do, does in every state, do you have to go to like the, the board of insurance or something for those particular states or does each state kind of have its own regulations as to? Yeah. So those, those three states, so every state is going to have a, you know, um, an insurance office an insurance commissioner, right. And okay. for the 47 states, 48 jurisdictions, if you want to count DC, they, they, there's not an issue with it. It's already been approved in those states. So there's not us having to go into them to do any of that. Those other three states just simply said no. Um, I, I believe, in my opinion, it's a form of gun control. Um, it's a form of, well, if we don't offer this insurance to support these individuals, maybe they won't buy a gun or maybe they won't use their gun or maybe they'll just turn their gun into the government, right? Yeah. So it's kind of interesting, and I'm sure we'll broach this topic of uh, San Jose here in a second, which is funny because, um, you know, we we at Right to Bear, we do not support government mandates, even if it is right. our right. policy, our type of insurance that they're trying to mandate. We, we don't like it. We don't want that. We want people to choose 
our policy because we believe that we need it, not because the government's making you do it. Um, that that's just something that we don't stand for. And, you know, if we don't get as much business because of it, then so be it, we're going to stick to our morals. Awesome. Uh, we got to uh, move on to this next one here it says, uh, does right to bear cover uh, fire just firearms or any legal weapon? Yeah. So we're just firearms right now. And uh, are you looking into expanding that potentially in the future or can yep. you say? Yep, absolutely. Because we, um, so we, we just started, like I said, literally two months ago, two months and a couple days. Um, and we wanted to get our product out as quickly as we could to uh, start really getting some interest in the market. Um, that is no question of uh, a line of coverage that we definitely want to, uh, to be able to offer. Um, so you're not simply just required to um, use your firearm. Not really sure what a legal weapon is. Does that count as a two by four? Um, as long as you bought the two by four, um, I, I right. guess, I don't know. Right. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that that's a coverage that, that we definitely like to add. Um, I don't see that as being a hot button for me as a, as a buyer and a consumer. I, I want to see if, if, if I'm going to use my firearm, because listen, I own, I own a firearm, right. And I would use it in a self-defense incident. I'm going to grab my pistol and not the two by four. Right. So, um, I think it's important and we definitely want to add it because we want to cover the whole spectrum, but that, that wouldn't, for me as a consumer, that wouldn't be a hot button. Uh -huh. uh, here we go. Firing off another one here. Uh, the tactical pickle out there hitting us with a bunch. Says, uh, and you, I think you did cover this. Said, do, uh, that's right to bear pay legal fees up front uh, or reimburse and coverage limits. Yeah, we, uh, we're, we're 100% up front. Everything we do, um, we're, we're working directly with the attorney. So um, we're, we're working with the attorney you choose or the one that, that we select for you if, you if that's the route that you want to go. Um, then the limits of insurance, I would highly recommend you go to our website and check us out. Go to our plans page. Um, we offer up to $50,000 for the bronze, up to $500,000 for silver, up to a million for, for gold, and up to $2 million for platinum. Um, our typical incident um, that, uh, that, that, that you'll run into um, typically ranges from about a 75 to 150,000 in, in fees and court fees and then uh, whatever damages that come with it. Uh, we had an interesting uh, fact that, that I saw from one of our CWP instructors that has a license with or has a relationship, excuse me, with uh, an attorney in our area saying that they wouldn't even take a criminal case in this matter if they knew it wasn't going to be at least $65,000. Um, you know, that, that's a, that's a hefty bill. Wow. Um, so uh, our silver plan has been the most popular because it's going to cover your, your everyday scenario. Um, but for the people that have more to lose, the gold and platinum have gone for, for uh, some of the higher net worth individuals. Right. Um, so let's see, go over here and we've got another, uh, does right to bear replace your firearm if you're found innocent. Yeah. So we have a really cool firearm replacement program with PSA. Um, you know, we'll figure out the firearm that was confiscated and taken from the incident and, uh, we'll, we'll handle, um, the firearm, uh, we'll handle a like in value firearm back to you. Um, probably going to be a PSA brand cause that's our, uh, that's our bread and butter. Those right. are our guys. And, uh, they make, as you guys all know, fantastic weapons. And we, uh, we definitely want to utilize them, um, as a resource. Right. Uh, got another one here. Going to go through. Thanks for all the questions out there, by the way. Um, and I'm sure a lot of this can be answered on the website, which is linked below. Correct. Perry. That's right. Oh yeah. I think every question so far has you could find it on our website, which is great because I want to answer it and talk about it and then help people go and visit it and check it out. Hopefully they turn into a, a member. Right. Uh, we got one, uh, just right to bear help with uh, lost income for days spent in court. Mm -hmm. We do. We, uh, we allow up to, uh, 
or I should say we prime allows up to $200 a day in court and up to a thousand dollars of coverage. Um, hopefully we, uh, you know, the attorneys figure out and, and get to the bottom of the case relatively quickly. So we're not, you know, you guys aren't stuck in court having to miss work a bunch, but we do offer, um, a little lost wages, uh, policy. It's an addition. I think it's, what is it? $35. It's $35 in addition gives you 200 bucks a day to, uh, to provide coverage for you in an incident. Right. Jay Howe out there. I'm going to bring up his just cause it's a, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful comment. And he says, so PSA will replace my $2,800 staccato. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I'm guessing if that's what you have, correct? Uh, yeah. Hey, listen. Yeah. If you got a if you got a a big time firearm, listen. We'll PSA uh, <laughs> will replace it, and Right to Bear will handle the uh, the cost. Right. So I got off the. Uh, I just had to post that one, but I got off here. So grumpy uh, guys here. Grumpy. Grumpy guys. Yes. Well, he says, oh, that's a great. That's a great question. He says, if you take a plea bargain, do they expect reimbursement like other unmentioned companies? So you talked about being found guilty. Um, yeah. How does how does this apply? Yeah, I mean, if you take a plea bargain and our our instance goes back to our our saying, if you're right, you fight. If you are right and you are in, in the right, we're going to stand there and fight with you. Um, we're not going to roll over. That's not something that's in Prime's MO. Um, if, the, if the insured wants to continue to fight, Prime's going to do that. But if they want to roll over and take a plea bargain and they find themselves guilty in criminal court, then yes, there, there's going to be the reimbursement back to the insurance company. So that's why we always continue to say that we're not, we're not going to roll over and let these lawyers win, right? We're, we're going to stand with you and fight all the way till the bitter end. Well, I think that might go into the, the quality of your attorneys or whatever as well, right? Um, well, yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. That's why we don't want, that's why it's so important to not be required to use an attorney because the company assigns you an attorney who you don't know if they're worth a damn or not. Correct. Correct. Why and would that, you not? Why would you, and they, they can say that they're vetted until they're blue in the face, but if they're not, and it's a one year out of law school and he's never been in trial before you listen you're you're looking at you're staring at a plea deal right but if if you go out and you f find the best defense attorney in your state or you want to use one of ours because i know the guy that we use is big time and some of the attorneys that we've appointed ourselves with they're they're special they're firearms attorney experts not just defense people right mm -hmm. i mean we're right. these are these guys are the real deal um and they understand the laws so you know, it's, it's up to y'all. And that's the beautiful part about our program versus the others is that we're not going to send you a vetted attorney, right? Our, our guys are, but if you, you know somebody and you want to utilize them, then we want to give you that authority to do that. Nice. And that, and that answers the next question, which is, do you uh, get to choose an attorney or are you assigned one? So obviously uh, there you go. got that one covered. Um, another one here, uh, mentioning red flag laws. Um, says, does it cover appeals or red flag law cases? So is there anything with the insurance that would play into to red flag stuff at all? So actually, we don't have any red flag coverage right now. Um, that that wasn't in part of the insurance policy that we're using. Again, that the any legal weapon and the red flag coverage were the two that we were um, working on getting revised, probably after the six month mark um, as we continue to grow so we can get in a routine of what we're offering. Again, we're 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 in the business of of the uh, really focusing on making sure our insureds are getting coverage for the civil and the criminal defense, along with the civil damages, because that right there is going to be the instances of a self-defense um, incident. Those are those are the coverages that that you are going to be using um, when when involved in this incident. Obviously, we pray that nobody does. But listen, when you get into the risk bearing business and the insurance business, you know that claims are going to happen and uh, and how you handle them is going to be a big reflection on your company. Um, and so we, we have been overly prepared on what to do when when uh, when something happens. So 
Heaven forbid it doesn't, um, but we're ready. So David had a question out here. If I could find it, give me one second. Uh Oh, where'd it go? Yeah. I don't know where it went. So I don't know if I can put it. Ah, here we go. Um, so you've talked about this before, but David says, uh, if you're found guilty, do you have to repay the cost? Yeah. The, um, the, the litigation cost. Yep. And so the answer to that is yes. Yeah. Yes. You cannot, you cannot insure criminal acts. And again, if anybody tells you that they're not going to make you pay back the attorney fees and the fees associated with that. Mm-hmm. that well, and this goes into being able to choose your attorney. It goes into what we previously talked about, about being trained, mentally aware, all these other, other things that you, that you need to be, um, and trying to do things the best way you can possibly do them when you defend yourself. If all yeah. of those things line up, it's very unlikely you're going to be found guilty. I mean, look at, you know, I go and I think when I when I think about that question and, and on its on the surface, it looks bad. Right. It looks like, oh, well, this insurance companies they're just out for the money. Right. If they don't win, they, they want their money back. Um, but it's it's about protecting people that are innocent and protecting people that have done things the proper way. And so I look at, I look at the situation kind of like Rittenhouse. If you followed that trial, there was all kinds of things that the prosecution picked at, right? And you can call them bad decisions or, you know, whatever you want to call them with, Mm -hmm. with Rittenhouse. He was a Mm -hmm. a kid. I mean, it happens, right? Um, But you want to eliminate as many of those things as possible. Then you want to have a good attorney. And if you, if those things line up, the odds of you being found guilty, I think are going to be, it obviously is going to depend on the, the jurisdiction and other things, but, but I think you would be found innocent in that case. Yeah, no, I mean, you, you nailed it. I mean, it, there's so much that goes and leads up to that final verdict of, of a criminal charge um, that, Worrying about if you're going to have to pay back your fees after you've gone to jail, um, just after losing in criminal court, that's not that again, that wouldn't be a, a, a crazy hot button, especially given the choice, given the fact that you can choose an attorney. Hell, I'd be pissed at the attorney that they lost the case, especially if I knew I wasn't in the wrong, right? You, you even look at high profile cases like the Rittenhouse case, I mean. With how political that got and how much public attention and you even had like the the president of the United States talking about it, uh-huh. telling them to lock him up, and he still got out. I mean, you to lose in criminal court like that, you really have to be in the wrong, right? Uh-huh. Especially having gone through our judicial system. Usually. I mean, I think we can generalize. There are yeah, definitely, I'm, I'm a, there are definitely a lot of people behind bars that, that didn't do what they that's were. Right, that's you know, right. That's right. In I mean, general it, terms. I'm, right. I'm just speaking more of the, the law of large numbers there. How about yes. that? Yeah. Yeah. So we're looking at, you know, yeah, it's, it's mathematically, it's percentages, it's odds. You know, it's like, well, you know, yes, defensive things happen every day of the week somewhere, yeah. uh, multiple times a day the odds of you being involved in one are astronomically low. And then the odds of you yep. being found guilty, should you do everything correctly are astronomically low. Yeah. Uh, and so that's, that's all the insurance game. Probability odds is literally the, well, here's, the here's, game. here's one thing I want to put to bed right now and everybody listening. And it's a, it's a great point. And it's the, the, we, it's just the facts. If you are carrying a firearm or you're at your home, and you are, you got a license for it, or or you know your 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 carry, or or if you're not, you know, and you're an open carry state, and you're doing everything within the law, which you should be educating yourself anyway if you plan on carrying or owning a firearm, and you have to use it in a life threatening situation. There, the, this is why this insurance exists. But if you're stuck in a, oh, well, you know, I, mean, I guess I didn't really need to use that. That's not, we want, we want to catch the education on the front end. It's like with, you know, I hate to use this example, but it's like with your health insurance, right? Typically your preventative dental cleaning, right? Or your yearly physical is not going to cost you any money because they're trying to catch it on the front end before things go sideways and you have to get 
teeth pulled and fill-ins and all that stuff, right? This is the same thing. We want to train and educate on the front end so that if you are in an incident, we're, we're there for you. Right. Now, this question hasn't come up, but it, it definitely follows the whole if you're found guilty reimbursement thing. From the civil side of things, um, if there's a judgment against you on the civil side, in other words, you don't win your civil case, how does that work? Yeah, no, and that's that's the meat and potatoes, the bread and butter of what we do where we, we're excited to offer our product is that there are companies out there, again, that are simply legal defense only that do not cover uh, civil judgments. They don't indemnify, right? I saw a comment, who's your indemnity company? And that's Prime Insurance out of Utah. They're an A-rated AM best company. You can search them. They're, they're, they're one of the best companies in this space uh, when it comes to fighting claims and also insuring them. We, we want to be there if the, the odds of you losing in civil court are a lot higher than criminal, right? Um, you know, here, here's an instance I'd love to, to share with everybody listening um, that's actually hits pretty close to home is if, 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 uh, I'm sorry, two weeks ago we had, um, there was a homeless guy walking around the neighborhood, peeking in windows, trying to open doors, looking into houses, just not, I don't know what he was doing in our neighborhood, but he was, must've been lost or whatever. And he came to our door and our door was locked and all that stuff. But my wife was home. And saw the guy come and grab the doorknob to try to get in. And if that door was unlocked, that dude walks in the house and Shannon is blowing him away. Because she's already scared of her own shadow. You got a dude intruding into our home. Doesn't need to be there. But here's the thing is that he was homeless. And again, I don't want to generalize here, but probably wasn't in his right mind. And if you shoot him and injure him. There's going to be hospital bills associated and you better believe the mother, the uncle, the cousin, they're coming out of the woodworks to sue us because we didn't need to use our gun. He didn't know where he was at. He was just blah, blah, blah. Now it gets to civil court and they deem that she didn't need to use the gun. Right. What if what if she she used it and they say, oh, you didn't need to use it. You're not going to jail because you weren't doing anything criminal wise, but. You need to pay for the hospital bills. You need to pay for the mental anguish. What a fancy word in insurance, mental anguish. Right. Um, There's going to be judgments that we owe and that we're due to that other family. And that's where that's where right to bear wants to step in and be that gap for our insureds. We don't want to just appoint an attorney. We'll, We'll defend you. Oh, you owe $100,000 for shooting that dude in the shoulder and he's got to have reconstructive surgery. Too bad. Stroke a check, right? right. Oh, you don't have a hundred grand in, uh, in cash. You got that nice car out front. We'll take that. Right. You know, right. Or retirement plan or, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. Just, you know, it just, that's not who we are and that's not what we're about. Um, Right. We 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 believe in in standing your ground. We believe in our Second Amendment God given right to to bear arms. And we want to defend people that are responsible to do that. Right. So we've got we're getting into some duplicate questions and that's fine. Be patient out there. Uh, We're definitely going to get to them. Don't forget our poll that is out there. If you are lucky enough to be with us live question do you currently have concealed carry insurance now we've got 45 percent that says yes and the majority right now 55 percent no which perry's probably smiling about because that's potential clients for right to bear so right. uh that's a that's a good thing no uh, no judgment here but uh yeah we've got some some duplicate questions we'll, we're gonna burn through them though just because i said we would um ghost out there he said if needed will we have the option of which lawyer uh, to use or will that be chosen by right to bear and so obviously we've answered that one and uh yeah you can you can pick your attorney just great right. um mad sexy in the house got a long one a california question and and i do want to get to the san jose thing perry so make yeah. sure before we get out of here we put a pin in that and get to it uh, also in the chat out there the live chat remember we need to talk about that uh mad sexy says so what if you're uh in California, and they just changed the law and how the AR-15 has to be, and you didn't know, and used it in self-defense. 
uh, and he's saying the the ignorance of the law basically is what he's saying. It just changed yesterday. You weren't aware. You were in a self defense situation. Any insight on how that would play out? No, I don't. And um, that that's an interesting question. Um, you know, props to you for asking a question that we haven't gotten yet. Um, well. You know, ignorance of the law is really a weird thing because, I mean, here's the, here's the deal. I mean, I get why they say it can't be a defense, right? Because everybody that committed a crime would run in there and say, I didn't know the law, right? So on that hand, I get it. But it's also a very legitimate defense if you didn't know. Yeah. Um, I've gotten pulled over for speeding before. And it's like the officer says, do you know how fast you were going? And I'm like, yeah, I know I've asked I was going, but I'm not real sure what the speed I turned off on a, on a road or side road or a street. And, you know, from the time that I pulled onto that highway till the time that he pulled me over, I never seen a speed limit sign. So, you I mean, I legitimately, I still get a ticket. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. the, the, it doesn't change the fact that there's a speed limit on that road and I broke it. Right. So it's a very sticky situation. And quite honestly, I think that question is one that the lawyers have to deal with. Right. Would right. you say that? That's right. I can't, I can't answer whether that would be covered or not. I will say again, this is why the education part and the constant, um, you know, educating yourself and taking upon yourself that if you own a firearm, you need to do the, the things necessary to keep yourself in legal standing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that, that would be a horrible, horrible incident and we would never want that to happen. Um, but that goes to the requirements of a responsible gun owner, knowing that they took those active steps to, uh, to educate themselves, knowing that there could be issues, you know, using the, using the, uh, using your AR in California. So, right. Yeah. It all goes back to what we talked about at the top of this podcast, which is, and you talked about it even in the middle about the training, the education, right. Everything on the front end. We want to make sure that's all in, in order. Um, Tactical Pineapple out here says, uh, are there provisions for paying the biohazard cleanup and home repair if necessary? That's that's interesting. Biohazard. So, yeah. Biohazard cleanup? Yeah, and home repair if necessary. So, I guess the non- physical damage i guess property damage does it cover uh no mm-mm, does not so no, no property mm-hmm. damage okay okay so make sure you don't uh, tear anything up i guess is uh that one so we got our and daughters uh oh interesting one here uh we haven't mentioned any other companies but it says we'll uh, you guys team up with another company if somebody has both insurance policies yes yeah, so that, that's insurance law right there um and so what uh, what happens is, is both policies are going to be written in the sense of one, you know, both both policies are written to say that if somebody else has insurance, you know, their insurance is primary and ours is secondary. Um, that that's a battle between the attorneys. Oh wow! Okay, so having more than one could be problematic if you're not real careful with how the policy is written. Mm-hmm. Basically, now they wouldn't exclude coverage. It would just be a battle between companies of who's taking the case, right? Who's, gotcha. who's fronting the the primary bill? You know, gotcha. Um, so we've got yeah. This is the uh, indemnity question, and you answered that, but you can again if you want. Uh, Tactical Pineapple says, "Canner, will you share who their indemnity company is?" Yeah, that's Prime Insurance out of Utah. That's our insurance carrier partner. And then uh, G Webs, he says, uh, question, have you covered the tiers? Uh, and how would uh, you recommend somebody going through and choosing a plan? I think that's a pretty good question right there. Yeah, that's, that's a so great thanks. question. That's a, you, that's, a, that's a question that I love. You hit um, on the tiers earlier just briefly with, you know, some co- limit coverage limits and things. Um, so go over the tiers real quickly if you can, a, a brief yeah. summary of those. And then uh, to G Webs' point there. You know, somebody's looking at that, depending on where they live, what they carry, what they do. To, you know, is that going to make a difference in what kind of plan they may want? The socioeconomic status, is that going to make a difference in the plan that they choose? Yeah. So I'll tell you, um, 
if uh, and it really depends on the financial standing of of where you are in your life is, um, you know, what I would recommend everybody do open up another tab and go to protectwithbear.com, go to our website and we can walk through it together. I have it pulled up on this other monitor right here. Um, and you can go to the plans page and on the plans page, actually looks like I could share my screen. Could I do that real quick? Uh, yeah, you can go ahead and do that. Share screen. Share. Can you see it? It's coming up right now. There it is. Cool. So here are our plans page. I'll tell you, our silver plan right here has been our most popular for $20 a month. It gives you up to half a million dollars of coverage right here. Includes multi-state psychological support expert witness, our 24-7 hotline. And then our our additional coverages, right, that um, that we offer with additional premiums. These premiums are yearly. I'm sorry, right down here. So it'd be for to add your spouse on a silver plan. It'd be sixty dollars for the year, or five dollars a month, right? So um, the reason that we believe our silver plan, and the reason I chose that as a consumer because I'm a younger guy, I don't have millions of dollars. Hopefully one day. Um, I, uh, I felt like for my financial status and where I was and for your average incident, uh, a silver plan would, would do me just fine. Like I said, the average cost of an instance like this, um, is anywhere between 70 to, you know, roughly 150 to 200,000. I'm going to be covered under this plan. Um, that's the plan that I would select. And choose all day. And when you stack our silver plan up amongst the other competitors, we offer way more coverage um, and at a better rate. And uh, that that's been the silver plan's been going like a like a you know like a wildfire. And then if I can flip to the homepage, you'd then get forty dollars off palmettostatearmory.com by choosing that plan. So nice, nice. neat little uh, neat little give back um, to uh, to our customers. As right. They go and try to take that next step and decide uh, what policy they want to choose. Right. Now we've got um, get back on to some questions here. Uh, grumpy guys out there uh, says, uh, do you guys cover constitutional carriers? That's a, that's an easy one to answer. Yes. <laughs> so as long as you are legally correct, legally that's right. Carry. You got to be legally carrying and you got to be carrying in even if it you you are like in south carolina right um you know if you're open carrying you uh it, it, but you're on the grounds of a property that does not allow you to carry then you better not be carrying right 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 so you got to abide by the law but yeah to answer yeah. long story short because i know i'm a long-winded guy and we're already at <laughs> almost two o'clock just crazy that's that's fine. They usually go. It usually flies fast in the Thunderdome here, so not a problem. Now you covered this earlier. I think Ghost probably came in a little late though. Says, will they offer any certifications or training classes? Uh, that's an important part of the defense cycle. Yeah, um, so that, that's what we're rolling out now. Um, you know, if there are any instructors that uh, are on this call, please, please, please reach out to us as we continue to grow this program. We also have a really cool um, marketing program for instructors that are looking for a product to promote in their classes. Um, we can't pay commission. We're real insurance. So we don't want to uh, run into um, non-licensed individuals selling insurance, but you can certainly promote um, this product. And we have uh, marketing, uh, a marketing compensation structure to um, folks that want to get um, a part of our program. So we would be more than welcome to uh, taking all that in. Right. Um, and we've got a question out here from Jay Howe, but before we do that, I want to, uh, you know, I want to mention the poll, definitely jump over there. If you're live with us uh, and participate in that, do you currently have any concealed carry insurance at this point? 57% leads the way with no 43% with yes. Um, but Jay Howe's question prompts a, another thing here for me. And it's, you know, when you talk about the attorneys, so with right to bear, Perry's already explained that you choose your own attorney. So this is an interesting question. It says, do we have access to the attorneys just for research purposes to know who and what we are paying for? 
Um, and so I, I don't quite understand. Maybe you understand that question a little more than me. I don't quite understand that question. If you're choosing, you're, you're able to choose your own attorneys, then how would you guys provide, you see what I'm saying? Inside and research. Yeah, no, I think I think I think I get what they're saying is that they're asking, like, do you, you know, what kind of research can we do on the attorneys that you would provide us? Um, we can certainly uh, provide that um, if if asked. There's no no issues would can send you bios and, um, you know, different descriptions of the folks that we use. Again, we we still we really want to emphasize the choice of the attorney. Um, to allow you as the consumer to um, to select your own. Again, that goes into that self-education and in, in constantly um, continuing education to be like, you know what? Today, while we're talking about this, if I'm ever in an incident and I do purchase a right to bear policy, why don't I just go ahead and research some attorneys that are in our area that, that are highly recommended? That way, right. push comes to shove, I can just pick up the phone and call. Right. That that's that's what I have done for myself is that I know exactly who I'm calling in South Carolina if I'm in an incident. Um, You know, I I I could use one of our guys. I could I could not. Right. I I personally would want the choice. Right. Like nobody on this call knows like the best criminal defense or civil defense attorney in this state could be my brother in law. Right. Mm -hmm. Could be could be my next door neighbor. Right. So. um you know, I want to be able to utilize their services when, with, with somebody that I have enormous trust with. Right. Now, I don't think we've covered this, but, I mean, we talked about the Right to Bear website. Again, link down below. Education on the front end, the resources there, um, not only on the website, but coming with the uh, with the training and, and other stuff. So does a, a member, the insured, do they have access to – any type of attorneys, things like that, to ask questions, legal questions prior to an incident? Um, right now, we don't. Um, we haven't, not not something that we have like on our website, but we could certainly line you up with the folks okay. that we use and, okay. and, and let you guys, um, let, let our insureds um, give calls um, because we can't put that on our site and have people blowing up attorneys all days with phone calls and then hanging up and it, once, once they become members, absolutely, they can use our attorneys as resources. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's a uh, that's a pretty good perk. Uh, Going to have a tough one here, looks like, from Guns and Barbecue. Um, and, uh, yeah, he says, uh, why partner with PSA, Palmetto State Armory, for those not to know? says, complaint after complaint, complaint can be found where PSA doesn't stand by their products. Last thing I'd want to do is um, have a self-defense situation. Uh, and be met by PSA customer service. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in before you do, Perry, to say that any company you go to and look at on the internet, there's gonna be complaints. It's gonna happen. Um, but I think that is a valid point since we talked about you know this is kind of an extension of PSA, born of that. Um, how is it tied? How is Right to Bear tied in with PSA? How is it different than PSA? And, yeah, so and, we in, in the sense of guns and barbecue, how does that you know customer service aspect apply? Is it the same? No, it's it's different. Um, I hate that you had a bad experience with PSA because everybody it seems like I talked to had a great one. Their P, the PSA booth was probably the busiest at Shot Show. Uh, we were able to walk around a good bit, and um, every second we were at Shot Show, PSA's booth was on fire with people coming to check out their products. So I hate that you had a bad incident. Uh, we are two separate companies. They're just a, a key partner of ours. They believe in our product and um, you know, they promote us pretty actively amongst their customer base because they believe in it. And um, that's the extent we have our, you know, we, we have our own customer service division um, outside of them. Um, but they, they do a great job. I hate you had a bad experience. I haven't heard very many people that have, um, but uh, we love working with them. They're, I mean, their mission, their goal, what they stand for is everything that we stand for and more. Um, they, they are the rock stars in the gun business in this part of the country down here in the Southeast. And um, we, uh, we're very, very, very lucky and fortunate to, to be on, you know, we'll call it a part of their team. Mm -hmm. Well, I would also think that 
in, the insurance game as opposed to like customer service for a arms dealer manufacturer whatever um the insurance game with the regulations and everything and we spoke about that by you guys not being able to get a foothold in washington new jersey and new york and i know guns and barbecue came in late may not have heard that but obviously there are heavier i would say heavier regulations in some way in how an insurance company acts treats its clients that sort of thing correct yeah maybe not treats the clients but in the things we can say and who answers the the policy right um, or, or the question so yeah there's a lot of rules and regulations about not uh, making sure that licensed professionals are discussing insurance matters with customers um, right Right. You know, I hate that happened. And, you know, everybody's had a bad experience with somebody in some form or fashion. I mean, right. you know, well, it's it's I guess what I'm getting at is if there's a certain amount of security that would that would push. And I'm not saying PSA is good or or bad. Right. But there's a certain amount of security in that with an instance like PSA. So they get some bad press. They are not, let's say they're not handling business customer service wise the way they should. A lot of complaints. It's up on the internet, whatever. People complain to the Better Business Bureau. They do this, they do that. Ultimately, what can a person that's complaining do? With you guys in an insurance company, I would think mm -hmm. it's different. If you get a litany of a bunch of people that are complaining to the state boards or regulatory commissions or whatever, yeah. they could pull you from offering insurance in that state, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So honest. much more, I guess what I'm saying is much more is on the line for you guys than that. Again, no, not saying PSA is horrible, but much more is online for you guys than PSA in that sense. Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah. Um, I think the customer service is all about, you know, they're, they're so big and they're growing so fast that if you have a customer service issue, um, it might just be due to growth and the, the amounts of, people that they serve so mm -hmm. um listen I, I if it's okay i would rather move on they've been the best company um to work with i'm sorry that you had a bad experience so we'll leave it there if that's cool um yeah that's fine with me i did in the poll out there we're going to check the final stuff on that and we do want to talk about the san jose thing before we get out of here we still got a few minutes left but as far as the poll do you currently have concealed carry insurance 54 percent say no 45 percent say yes uh, so link below to, to write to bear go back if you came in late check out this conversation um i'm sure that you can call email write carrier pigeon smoke signal whatever it takes to ask your questions as well moving forward and, and we'll get them done um or perry will make sure they get done but we've got angry guy out here we had grumpy guy earlier now we got angry guy so um he says, where is your home office, uh, the customer support center? So uh, that's a yeah. good question. I don't think we talked about that. Where are you guys based out of? Yeah, we're in Columbia, South Carolina. So we're actually about five, six miles away from PSA. Okay. And there was a question up here earlier by the tactical pickle Calaveras. He threw out a bunch. I can't find it. So I'm just going to spitball this. But he was talking about when you – are into a self-defense situation. I mean, there's going to be some mental things going on. I mean, nobody wants to take another life and only somebody who's done that understands the mental weight and things that can come with it. Um, as far as therapy as help in that arena, the cost associated with that, is there anything in any of the tiers or policies that help with that? Yeah. So we actually have psychological support included in all of our plans. Uh, we'll give an insured up to $5,000 for, counseling fees and um, any type of mental health issues that might result from a self-defense incident that's built into the premium, no additional cost. Um, we believe and we felt that that was a, a needed product. Um, you know, if you're going to take somebody's life, uh, there might be some some uh, mental, um, you know, flags that come up after that happens and, and, and really make somebody uneasy. Um, so we want to be able to support our, our insureds if, if that ever arises. And I think that's also important if you're having to go through criminal or, or, or civil litigation as well. I mean, you want that person mentally to be as calmed and prepared as possible uh, for that. So I, I think that's a, that's a great thing. Thanks for that, that question. Um, so let's move into Perry here before we get out of here. Yeah. I'll give you a few minutes. The San Jose issue with 
insurance. You said you had some thoughts about that that was interesting. So I'm going to give you the floor on that and just explain to people, first of all, what we're talking about and then move into uh, uh, what Mm -hmm. you wanted to say about that. Yeah. So San Jose, California came out with a gun, um, a mandate for gun owners that they were going to tax each gun owner $25. I believe it's $25 a year for for, for owning a gun and then require them to purchase a liability policy um, to help lessen the cost for the city that is from gun violence. We want to say right now at Right to Bear that we, we do not stand for that. Um, we, we don't support any government mandates. We, especially when it comes to our second amendment, we don't, we don't agree one bit with that. Um, we will say, um, you know, we want people to choose and have the right to decide if they feel like this is a policy they need and not forced on them, um, you know, from, from a municipality. So uh, we wanted to, to say that uh, because what will end up happening, and I'm surprised it already ha- hasn't happened, of people coming out and saying like, oh, you guys must be licking your chops. Well, no, we're not. We're actually really, really upset by the news. Um and we are here as a resource for people that that have questions and concerns about it. And, you know, if this does go into law. We want to be a resource for the people that are trapped. Right. That if they they're getting fined out the wazoo because they don't carry this insurance, um, you know, that that, uh, you know, it's just it's it's upsetting that it's even coming to this. Um, but. That's the laws. That's, you know, part of the continuing education and being up to date with what's going on around the country with with our our Second Amendment firearms. And we want to be a resource to people. And we don't stand for that. We don't support it. We don't agree with it. Um, You know, we can't control what governments decide to do. You know, we've already been offering this product. This is not a um, in in retaliation to um, a new way to make some money like we were we we represent the responsible gun owner, not government mandates. Mm-hmm. Now, do you even know with a Santa Jose uh, mandate there, do you even know if the right to bear policies are even legit or applicable for what they're trying to do? Because no, and that, that we, we, <laughs> right. don't, we don't know uncertainty. Right. And so we, right. we, we're still trying to figure it out now. And that's um, what I'm saying. Sometimes these governments will pass these mandates that you have to have an insurance policy that doesn't even exist. So yeah, it's so, like even if you had right to bear, you wouldn't necessarily be covered according to their mandate, which is yeah, according to what they've put out, though. And, and it's been really, really small and brief. According to what they put out, um, our policy does cover that incident um, because it, it does it, it does cover the civil damages and awards from an incident or from, right. a, you know, from an, a, 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 you know, a non-intentional shoot. Right. Um, right. Well, and here's where it gets kind of sticky and dangerous too, is you talked about how you guys are not in Washington, New York, and New Jersey. So what happens when those states institute a similar mandate if they do as San Jose, right? And then people don't even have an option to get the insurance. That's what I'm talking about is that catch-22 situation, right, that the government sometimes will put us in. They'll say, you need this, but then nobody offers it, right? Or they don't allow people to offer what they say you need. And then, therefore, by default, everybody's kind of screwed over, right? Yeah, I don't (laughs) – that for those states right there, I don't – that would – you know, man, it's, it, there's so many question marks, but the, for those states, right. they, they would have to allow that. They couldn't, because then what do you do? They can't just fine you because you own a firearm. That that's that that right. itself is unconstitutional. Right. Right? right. Mandating, you know, they, you know, the the precedent that they're they're going to try to run with with this is that they're mandate. You know, you, they mandate car insurance, right? Right. Yeah. So sure. you know, you you have to get a license and and insurance if you want to drive a car right so here's the thing though here's the thing you can own as many cars as you want and not and actually not have to have insurance you only have to have insurance if you drive them down the road and use them so that's kind of where the different thing ownership and use are two different things right Listen, man their their uh their ordinance that was put out is so thin with right details and info that nobody really knows what's going to happen. And they, they released it just to gra- kind of grab a bug and see what happens. But 
Yeah. So you much. Know, they're, they're throwing things at the wall. You know. Oh, there's that's no just doubt. What they do. Yeah. There's no doubt. So yeah. you know, we hate it. Uh, we're not for it. So. So, um, yeah, I'm going to give you a couple of minutes. We're a few minutes over, but that's fine. I'm going to give you a couple of minutes. Perry, first of all, thanks for coming on. I, I do appreciate yeah. it. It's been a great conversation. Uh, just closing, uh, for somebody maybe that came in late or whatever the case may be, uh, give your spiel. How can people contact you? Obviously, the Right to Bear website is linked wherever you're watching listening. It's linked down below. But uh, let people know other places they can follow you, how to get in touch if they have questions yeah. uh, and all that good stuff. Go for it. Yeah, absolutely. No, thanks for having me on, guys. I've had an uh, an awesome time a answering all of these questions. Um, I think that we, um, you know, we have a great product. We have our, our hearts are all in it for the right reasons, um, and we um, we're really really excited to to be in this space and help everybody that uh, wants the choice to 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 buy this type of policy. We believe that you need it. Um, your home insurance does not cover acts of self defense. So if you own firearms and you don't have this type of coverage, you're leaving an enormous void of liability out there for, for the lawyers to live, to, to saturate themselves into. Um, we live in a litigious world and for 20 bucks a month to get all the coverage that you would need, you know, you spend 20 bucks a week easily in three days at Starbucks. So you may as well go ahead and, and sign up for right to bear. And, you know, we give, give great perks of, of our partnership with Palmetto State Armory um, to contact us. Our phone number and email is on um, is on our website. Uh, we can handle any phone calls and any emails that come through. Um, and we're, we're here to help and we're here to to support the responsible gun owner. You know, the biggest thing I can say is would love for everybody on this call to visit our website. It's right to bear And Go check us out. Go read our plans. Go read what we're about. Read who we are and uh, go through the process. And, and, you know, we'd love for you to become a member today. You know, tomorrow, it doesn't really matter. We just want to show the education piece of let's take these next steps as different municipalities come out with different things, whether they do or not. This is a, a insurance product that is actually out there to help gun owners and protect them. Um, so we uh, we want to be there for you. We'd love to be your your go-to source. So we're going to end on a uh, send on a, a a lighter note here, real quickly. Ghost out there, who is a who is a sports ball guy? He says, "I have to ask, are you a Clemson fan?" <laughs> so I actually play quarterback at South Carolina. So I uh, I am a Gamecock through and through. <laughs> there you go. So uh, yeah, Perry. Again, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, jumping in. Yeah, no uh, doubt. I appreciate surely appreciate it. Looking um, forward to the next time. As you, yeah, as you guys move forward, uh, improve upon the services, add things, let me know. We'll bring you back in. We'll talk about them. Uh, and, uh, yeah, with that, uh, thanks for hanging out live. And if you were in replay, God bless you for hanging around a little over an hour now. Uh, it's awesome. And uh, for this one, we are out of here. Till next time, don't forget to chain fire freedom. <laughs>